Hey guys, it is your favourite girl Tiana Aromi and myself Rayse and your girl C Valentina. And as you guys can see, we have some guests on our couch today. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? It's good. I feel like you should introduce <clears throat> yourself first, Alvin. Wow, why? Actually, I'll just do that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my name is Mr. Alvin, uh, actor, presenter, and do the other stuff on the side. <laughs> what's the other stuff, Mr. Ah. Mystery? Uh, wow, <laughs> really? Um, no, single sort advocate, so we've got a little charity, and then um, yeah, that's basically it. And TK. Uh, so yeah, I'm co-founder of record label management company Finesse Forever, um, entrepreneur, mentor, um, yeah, that's me. Lovely. It is our Black History Month special, so obviously we came back. We felt like we needed an episode that we that could like celebrate what the black because it's needed it's not just for one month but obviously um yeah so what's been going on in the scene a lot i mean where do, where do you want to start let's There's start with actors actual? black british actors because they've been doing their thing they've really really yeah. been doing their thing yeah. like there's only people Michaela Cole mm-hmm. for being the first black yeah. woman to win the Emmy for the what's the award? Best writing, best writing, outstanding writing for like anthropology and something. Guys, just put on the screen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. someone right here. She's absolutely amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. Obviously, that was a that was a massive moment. Um, especially just like um, just getting overseas recognition for a lot of Black British um, mm. actors that's been happening now. It's so yeah. beautiful to see, but at the same time, it's like Britain. When are you going to catch up? Like, yeah. when are you gonna? Yeah. Why does it? Why does that recognition have to come from like overseas? It's tiring. But Should have had it from Chungam. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it's the UK in it. I think the world people don't realize like a lot of the things actually revolve around the US. Including mm-hmm. like so acting, music, all these things. So once you get recognition from there, then it seems like it's on a global scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Like there's UK haven't been able to make it a thing where it's like if you lot are popping here, now you're popping. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Probably because America's bigger. So it's it's yeah. naturally a fact. And, and I think because we're a small pond, uh everyone wants to be the big fish. Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think that's what adds to like our UK bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> to get the so. UK bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no. You think everyone's bougie here? Yeah. How? Because like, <clears throat> but I don't think it's intentional. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is like, there's a lot of um, okay. I've I've got to the spot. I need to keep it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I if I can bring, I will. But I need to make sure if I'm bringing is on point. Yes, yeah, that's very. Do you true. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that happens, and then it's it's also a thing. It's changed now though. Like a lot of the man them are bringing in their boys mm-hmm. because they can. There's a lot of power yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But I think for a long time it was just yeah. I'm here. Um, and let's be honest, like not a lot of black people in production. So it's a lot of the behind the scenes stuff yeah. is all. Mm. Yeah. So I'm saying it's all the white man. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of just. 100%. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So it's much power. you can mm. do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, power, it's so. ownership and power, and I think that's the one thing that's changing with like the rise of the music and the entertainment scene. Mm. Like yeah, facts. starting to get more like black owned record labels, mm-hmm. yeah. um, production, production companies, and makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Black to Front recently mm. happened, and. Mm. From working in production, I just thought it was a bunch of BS because it's just like you know me. Everyone was, oh my gosh, it was a bunch of BS. Do you think it was like like, yeah, black people was like tokenism, like working behind the scenes here? Because if you don't know my background, I work in, I've worked in TV production, I've moved from that world now, but just 
I just think like there's so much facade on oh yeah we want diverse um, people behind the scenes because 100%. there's there's so many roles you can do behind <clears throat> the scenes but it's also that nepotism within white middle class people that is just that they're not gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna allow us to come in like that mm. so it's mm. more like oh yeah well they, I feel like they do all these um, apprenticeships and we'll let you through the door but the we ships, won't let yeah. you up. Yeah. Because yes, they, because a lot. because they're making all these schemes to still do that and say yes. look there's more Where black the people jobs, behind though? yeah but they're not we're not in positions of power there's there was a um a show I worked on the most diverse <laughs> crew I've ever worked yeah. on but the person that was calling the shots was a white man yeah. so until that changes until yeah. I see a black woman or black man that really cares about the culture because sometimes child they're not for us even no, if yes. they look like us let's be real. But until I see that in a lot of spaces, not just Channel 4, mm-hmm. not just an, a, a, a cultural hip-hop show, mm-hmm. then I'm not interested. And what I love about Target um, is behind the scenes, he was he was pushing for ownership, yeah. especially with Tonight with Target. So that's one thing I, I love about like just people like that, just knowing how the behind the scenes mm-hmm. works and, and pushing that power because it's easy to come on a show. There's loads of shows with black faces. Yeah. They don't have no say. Well, black yeah. to front, yeah. 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 I think you got to give kudos to black to front, though. Because I, I, I thought the same thing, but they literally went out <laughs> to find black production companies to help. That's so fine. a lot of the things were very, very black. Obviously, it's the, it's the whole one-day yeah. thing. Yeah. But they made sure they casted black, they... They um, had black, black mm-hmm. casting directions. Even the ads, the ads in between were, were, were everything like that. Yeah. Black to front was it was a step in the right direction. And yeah. I get what you're saying. Like it is that a bit of tokenism. But you know, do you know, it is for black writers, black product people that want to shoot films. Want it's harder for them to get investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas a white middle, like, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. a white middle class person that's into that, they'd get it off the cuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I graduated in TV and film production, so I kind of know what you're speaking about. That's one of the few things that kind of stopped me from doing Stops going further with it and mm-hmm. I just wanted to stick with music yeah. and also I think with that as well we can't always blame it on the white man at the same time because we don't want to work together mm-hmm. a lot of the times or we do work together but then egos get in the way as well yeah. so one thing I do want to say about Black to Front, though, is the diversity that it showcased. Mm-hmm. Because it was nice to see multiple different narratives from the Black community. Mm-hmm. They love to paint us as, like, you know, the face of gang culture, but it was nice to actually see stuff outside mm-hmm. of Things that. Things that And not just, like, one demographic, either. It was, like, mm-hmm. multiple ages as well. It wasn't just the young people. You had, like, the, the, a lot of our elders that were involved in, in, that, in that as well, which I think was really... Yeah, really cool. tre- seeing Trevor on count. Honestly, honestly, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. so cute. But, no, I, I definitely hear everyone's <clears> view, but... Just because I know what everyone from behind the scenes are saying. It, it, that yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And that is definitely a right step in the right direction. But I feel like we've seen it before. Mm. And so much behind the scenes has not changed. So I think it is going to hopefully change. But I definitely think... I know TV is a different world. Unless you're in it, it's a bit... You have to really be in it to understand why people are angry. and Why people, even if it looks great at the forefront, there's so much... BS at the background, yeah. so and that's why I left. I was like, I'm over it. Like my mental health is way more. It's it's nah nah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's see if it changes. <laughs> I mean, moving like from away slightly from TV into more like the actor mode because that's something I didn't want to actually ask you as an actor mm. is what your experience has been like, like going for roles and like yeah. that sort of thing. 
<clears throat> even sometimes I call myself host act host presenter who can act because it's been hard. Like I won't I won't lie. I think the um the acting industry is, is very cutthroat. Hundred mm. percent. And I would definitely say after last year, there's definitely been a lot more auditions for like black roles. <laughs> yes. And it's funny, but it's mm. it makes sense. And I guess it's good and bad, isn't it? Like it, it took certain things to happen last year mm. for it to happen, but um there's there's definitely a lot more black stories being told. So I think it's definitely easier. Um but sometimes you see it and it's like, yeah, that you know, we're trying to get the token black person. Mm. BBC three have done really well. I think they've in terms of I don't know about the production side of things, but actors wise, I think they've they've been they've done well to push a lot of black writing and black actors. Mm-hmm. BBC are oh, good. Yeah. BBC, yeah. yeah BBC or well, free specifically, especially because yeah. um, obviously we had I May Destroy You, mm-hmm. we've now got mm-hmm. um Obviously, Famaland season two, three, I think, was on there. Three, three. I think three. Um, we've got, now got Super Ho, which is coming out soon. Yes. So I feel like they're really, and it, do you know, it's not even just those. Like, obviously, we, on there, you got um, Tonight the show you worked at, to, Tonight with Target, the show Rap Game. Rap game. And I feel like they're really, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Even though it's not all acting, but it's like they're pushing it. But um, acting wise, it's been interesting. Yeah, I think audition wise, um, auditions, like, there's been a lot more roles that I could be like, all right, this is a cool role. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are still the typical hood, gang, gang hood yeah. stuff, but they're trying to put a twist on it, so they'll try to make it like a musical. Okay. Yeah. So like, I had yeah, I had one. Yeah, no, not like, a gang style <laughs> musical. What the hell? Nah, gonna I kill that man. Oh my <laughs> god! But it was more like, it was more like, can you rap in it? So it's, it's typical, okay, okay, isn't it? It's yeah, like, okay. It is kind of typical because then it's it's acting and it's music and it's yeah. like, it's oh, this is all black people know kind of thing, isn't it? So um, it's been interesting. It's been hard, um, and like yeah, the pandemic ruined a lot of it mm-hmm. for some people. But um, I got a new agent during the pandemic, and even auditions like would have come in here and there. A lot of adverts are trying to book a lot more black people now, which is interesting. interesting. Hmm. Um, but it's beautiful. Like it's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's like we, we have we to want, shout to yeah. Get these you know what I'm saying? We but want, you know we what? want jobs, isn't it? So, yeah. As funny thing, someone tweeted um, the other day. You know, because I love Twitter. Someone tweeted, um, I think it was like an agent that said like his white model was complaining that all the black people are taking his yeah. jobs and he had to get oh, fired. Wow. He was like, no that's way. actually just like disgusting yeah. for you to say, to say yeah. when you are like the You've most privileged. Booking, You've been booked You've and been busy. Booking. Now One more month. opportunities are becoming diverse. You are upset. Yeah. I think that was so wild. That was Title, so man. wild. Title, man. What? That yeah, was... Diamond is mad because if yeah. you even look at like the films, especially like black British films, I think I was reading the other day like... I think it's like 59% of films don't even have black actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah, while it appears that it's getting more diverse, when you actually look across the board, there's not actually that many of yeah, us. Yeah, no, in comparison to film, like if you look at actual films, yeah, both you, like over the, across the world and across the globe, the amount of black actors is minuscule. Mm-hmm. It? Like it's mad. And that's why we, you can get gassed and excited for stuff like Wakanda because it's like, Wakanda, wow. That's scary. You can get excited for stuff like Black Panther because you realise, raw, there's actually a lot of black people on the yeah. set. And obviously, you've yeah. got Ryan Coogler, who's the director, and it's like, it's blackity black, black it's in that black sense. Black black from so the front like, to the back. So it's really nice for, for stuff, but that's what one film out of how many Marvel films? Yeah. yeah. Like you're getting a yeah. full black. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it is minuscule. Still a long way to go, basically. And that's America. So yeah. imagine Britain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we've got a big problem here. Big, but um, 
news that came out recently that I'm really excited for is a Mill Means film. Yes. Which is um, Boxing Day. And I feel like... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's a nice good. crossover as well. <laughs> a beautiful yeah. crossover. He wrote it. He, he co-wrote it, sorry. He directed on it and he starred in it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, and I think that's really good. And it's, and it's a rom-com yeah. around yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, black wait. people rom-com yeah. Christmas. Can't wait. I don't care if you yeah. like rom-coms or not, guys. We are supporting that film. Same way we did everything. Everyone needs to go. Man, them, take five days. Women, take eight days. You know what? That's right. We're gonna go watch it, and I think um, it's gonna need the support because absolutely stuff like that is it's like, the reason why yeah. more get more. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like because we're so used to the the um, blue stories and the top boys and the, what's this other one that some. Uh, Oh, Lowski's one's coming out as well. Actually, Lowski's one's coming, but obviously that's pretty much more yeah. about him. Music mm. and stuff. Um, what was the other one that gets came and did in the next one? Oh, child, what was that? Shout out! I can't remember. The name just gone from my head. What's, it was a gang film. They went Jamaica. <laughs> oh, the intent. 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 Yeah. So obviously, all these films are heavily. <laughs> yeah, gang. Heavily gang related. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I think. Um, Mm. Boxing but it's nothing wrong with them at the it. same time. Do you know what? Because Top Boy got a lot of backlash when it came back because people were saying you know, it perpetuates stereotypes. But yeah. I think it's a problem with the people interpreting it because if you look at Top Boy and you think, well, black people are like that, there's a problem with you. Let's just show that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And I think everyone should support it. And I think it will open the doors for a lot more writers to mm-hmm. write something different. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Things are happening. I've seen um, one of my friends, they, their writing piece got commissioned. They've wrote they've wrote in films. Um, yeah, so chat. I'm going to get the name and I'll come <laughs> back to it. But um, his name's Kobe. He's a director. And he's got a production company. Mm-hmm. And they've got four, four or five of their short films commissioned by... Channel 4, if I'm not correct, I'm going to go check that. Don't call now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think it's amazing because it's like, these are new right, like, yeah. new yeah. stories. Yeah. That I've never been told, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you know Things what I would love? I would they love... They cast me in it though, but I'm talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what I love? I think, in, obviously, Insecure is, Insecure is not part of black British culture, but it's definitely black. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think... I think for a very long time we saw a lot of like films and like projects that were based on our stereotypes and I think Insecure has opened a gateway where we can tell our stories without it just being about blackness but just yeah. us mm. being like individuals being, um, yeah. so I think that's something that's also going to inspire the people to move on because obviously Insecure is coming to an end it's like yeah, oh what's next because mm. yeah. that 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 opened doors to just us being us yeah. Um, but yeah yeah. yeah. Nah. Did you watch Snowfall? That's what I was gonna go. Sick. Love that. Nah. Wavy. Yeah. Love that. Don't watch Snowfall. Nah. You are behind You're missing out. Oh, nah, I mean, same. you're ahead in life in his name. Uh. But. <laughs> 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 but the fact you know what Snowfall is, yeah. ra- I, I, Snowfall? No, I need you're to mentally prepare myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much there's best stuff to watch? You know, yeah. you just came out. No, yeah. This is not just black. Just Squid Game. Squid Game has my attention right now. Um, our uh, LA's finest with Gabriella Union. That's sick. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's, there's two. No, nah, I feel like September, the the programs will say, fuck it. Yeah, and they yeah. just, they, they so just, just I don't know why they do that. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, it's better because obviously they realise between like, summer, Q4, summer, yeah, summer. a lot of, 
a queue for a lot of people at home, innit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So watching series, you want to be indoors. Yeah. yeah. Christmas time, bet viewers go yeah. up. Release. Right, right, Release. Right, right. Release. So it definitely makes sense. But, um, yeah. I will Yo, get Damson to that. Idris, mm-hmm. I will get to that. Snowfall's good and he done well, man. I can't and he, he's British. He, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying he. A lot of people didn't actually realize he was yeah. British. I was on it, mm. and um, big news for him as well. I think this is season five that's about to come or four, five. I think it's, it's five. five. I it's think five. it's five. Wow. It is five. I know that. <laughs> it's five. Because you're in it. Amen. But <laughs> <laughs> like, he's actually um, he's actually gone more into production now. So yeah. like he's not mm. yeah. So as well as he's been an actor for it, he's now stepped into the other side and he's gonna I guess take a bit more creative control of what happened mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think that's amazing to see, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's beautiful. We had Daniel Kiyula, who played um, uh, the Black Jesus, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Black Messiah, mm-hmm. sorry. But America's had issues with America's had issues. Anyone an Oscar for it, I'm yeah. saying that. Of course, America's, America's, America's had issues with a lot of, issues, of issues, things. Has anyone yeah. watched The One? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That yes, yes, black yes. actor, I think someone quote tweeted hit um just a clip the series, of the series, right? Yeah, but yeah. he's in an American film yeah, right now. Yeah, fifty cents thing. Eric, yeah, fifty cents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so someone quote tweeted something and like our black actors are taking our like black British actors are taking our jobs. I was yeah. like, are you not having a laugh? Yeah. Are you lot they just don't understand? But I just feel like some. But that's also what TK was saying. Yeah. That that's another issue. It's like, why can't we just all just be one? Like that market is huge. Yeah. There's more than enough jobs. Yeah. Do you know what people don't realize as well? Sometimes, yeah, it's like I, I think a lot of people that say the black people are taking our jobs. Yeah, it just comes from a thing of. You didn't even get the audition for the job. <laughs> mm. So, do you know what I'm saying? Let's judge a small. Let's like, judge get the audition first. Yeah. And then we can now see did yeah. he really take your job? Yeah. And the thing is, you're just vexed because you're preening and thinking, yo, this actor's sick. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're, you ain't really got nothing bad to say because mm. he's doing he's doing a damn thing in that show. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's literally been able to get casted and audition from UK, get flown out to where you are. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like, Around him is America, bro. That's one British actor. Mm. None of the other Americans took your job. It's the one that came from Britain. If we're all yeah. actors and we all wanted the roles, yeah. there's bare roles that the Americans play, bro. Someone else took your. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Just, just to play devil's advocate because I understand. Oh, did the devil ask no, you? No, the devil ask you to advocate. No, I understand where they're coming from when they say like they don't like black British people playing African-American heroes and like civil rights leaders because that's Mm. their history and that's being told even though they do it very well but I I get that but at the same time they don't understand how hard it is for black British people to come up and like actually make a name for themselves so they have to we have no choice hopefully that's changing soon but Mm. do you know what I mean so I I see both sides the thing is I hear what you're saying yeah but at the end of the day acting's a job yeah so it's like I hear it it's like oh it's their history and stuff but that Daniel was booked to do a job, so he had to do the research. He had to learn. What he had to, hard. He had to do. Yeah. It's not Daniel's fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, it's the same, isn't it? Like, whoa, what? Black British actors, we could bang the American accent really yeah. well. I can't yeah. see many American actors doing British, certain British yeah. actors. I'm saying like, yeah. well, just, I feel like that's even down to the quality of the training that comes. They, from they yeah, don't get that training. Like, a lot of British yeah. actors are theatre trained, and yeah. that's where the game changes. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are learning. Um, a lot of American actors are learning our accents from TikTok. Yeah, so. in China. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Some of them are good. So, boy, before you know it, maybe it it's our it jobs that will be going. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> Should we move on to music? Yeah. Right, let's do it. So another part of Black British culture has been doing its thing. Obviously, the music scene 
the growth has been crazy in it for like the past five years like the rise of drill in particular of course he's going to talk about, about drill, drill. <laughs> no because like drill. we can't it gets it gets a bad name okay but we can't deny its impact on the uk scene and also internationally so like come on <laughs> i mean yeah i guess i guess we can speak on that why do you think it actually has translated so but well? before we proceed don't get us cancelled again because we ah. know what happened last time ah. what drake i do remember that actually uh, oh yeah, yeah. come on but listen but listen what you want that's what i'm saying we, just because I found out about Dave from Drake, you know, yeah. it's not the biggest. It's not the biggest deal. Like we found out about artists differently. So, <laughs> to all you man who's saying that so I shouldn't be here, I'm here. <laughs> she definitely knows about the UK drill artists. So we can definitely say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She she knows her drill. Yeah. Come on, come on. It's, that's how I found out about it. But anyway, UK drill 2015. It came here, okay. And I just think it's sick how we transformed a whole sound from America and then made it our own. Like it's the first. Obviously, there were genres before. There's been genres. There's garage, uh, funky house, grime. But like this one, just it just sounded. It just hit differently for me. Anyway, yeah. obviously, I love grime, but obviously, it takes influences from grime as well. Mm. Like just the way that we've managed to just integrate our own slang and everything and then for it to go overseas now we're getting number ones mm -hmm. not just in the uk in australia what's it australia, australia body body australia so yeah. let's body, body. Yeah. yeah and obviously yeah. the producers as well we have to we have to pick up yeah, the producers facts. because yeah. like Absolutely. they're leading they're leading they're the, the foundation like, trust me they're the foundation of, of this a lot of the songs like, of course there are like you know question I'm gonna back your budget. Like there are like lyrics, which are like <laughs> obviously wait, like, wait, 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 wait. like cultural moments, but mm. it's the beat that carries it and drives. Like you know, this what's the sound gonna be like next? You know what I mean? Right. I got a question quickly. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I had a like, discussion with my boy. Is drill the beat or the lyrics? Okay. Mm. Drill's no. the beat. No, but listen. If you ask someone from Chicago, what comes first? If you ask someone from Chicago, they'll say it's the content, like it's the gritty it's gangs. Saying. Yeah. So like for them, about to that's debate in here. Yeah, you know. I have some stuff to say on that as well. Yeah, yeah. So you think so, it's but it depends who you ask. For us, I think I'm not going to be the, the spokesperson for UK drill, but in my opinion, it is the beat here in production. It's yeah, the production yeah, because yeah. like that's what Americans and New York, you know, New York drill rappers have taken that and ran with that. What do you think? Because obviously. It's it's, I That's think I know That's you have beat. an opinion. Like, <laughs> drill is it's the beat because, like, for example, you know R and B because it's like, as soon as you hear an R and B beat, an um, R and B song, and you hear the beat, for example, you know, like, ah, oh, this is R and B vibe. Mm -hmm. The the mm. it's like the pie, it's like the pie pie for it. You yeah. the 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 beat it the instrumental that directs the, the tone. It sets the mm -hmm. tone for the mm -hmm. track, for the contents of the lyric and all of that. So yeah, beat comes first, and then um. I think what's given Drill the, the the stigma of violence and whatnot is just young people from the hood, from impoverished backgrounds, less opportunities, spitting their harsh realities on it. It blows, people like it, and people stick it as like, yeah, it's, it's violence, mm -hmm. isn't it? I would agree with that, I mean, you know, and it's annoy <laughs> it is annoying. Um, me and my business partners like did a lot of gan on news platforms, Sky News, mm -hmm. 
ITV just defending it for a long time. It's just like they don't get it, but you realize they don't want to get it. They just want to scapegoat for different yeah. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's annoying, but is what it is. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you in terms of like it being both lyrics, but definitely starting from the music. Because mm-hmm. the way I see it, if you just think about things like the beats per minute, the instrumentation, mm-hmm. all of that, I feel like that's very, very specific. To real. You're mm-hmm. not gonna get the eight slide. Yeah, you're not gonna mm-hmm. get those that in other other genres. So I feel like hats. that's why for me, I would definitely always say that it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. starts with the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. distinct, and and when you hear a a drill beat before any like you could be in a club or whatever, and no one's dropped a bar yet. You'll and you could just hear it come, and you just know, oh shoot, that's yeah. drill. Yeah. Everyone's dancing. Get me, the you know. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's a fact, still. But even yeah. like, I loved how R and B artists were jump, jumping on drill, and mm-hmm. it became R and drill because oh, okay, I love so that. this is a beat. Shout out Shay, 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 and I song as well. I song, I song. I want to do that obviously. That's what I was like. Yo, this is R and drill. Yeah, yeah. He's sick. Drill tune. He's singing. So it's like, so that's, that's perfectly fine. We're running with that, though. Yeah. 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 Because then the lyrics are not truly, do you know what I'm saying? That's why it's R&Drill, though, because the beat, like we were saying, is what makes it drill. But the content and the and the lyrics are what is bringing, yeah, and the singing is what's bringing the R&B. That's how you had all gospel drill because hope dealers are spitting yeah. about crass oh hope to the shout they were not gospel <laughs> <laughs> they were <laughs> they, they don't represent Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh. you think so though no gospel. I think I think they do gospel I think drill. what's the difference like so then Jules okay. I think I think it's like when they're do you know <laughs> I agree in it, and I, just, I definitely think Joel is the boo for mm. um, because yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> but I feel like no, I things have to change because obviously, Jewel, like we've seen the number ones, Joel is becoming more commercial, so it is, it is gonna slightly have to move away mm. from certain lyrics yeah. anyway as it gets more. As it gets more commercial, um, I, I, f- I think where where Jules at now, it's just it's established in music, like it's just established yeah. now. Same way like um, hip hop came through, hip hop stays. It's just it's there and it's great because yeah yeah because like now it's like now we as like UK culture we have something that we can say is ours, mm-hmm. um, and it's like someone that doesn't want to do um grime now they had a chance to do drill do you know what i mean and it's going to go to the next thing which i don't even want to say what the next thing is too tough because people start jumping on it taking away i will say it traps the next thing yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i can see that actually man's been getting heavily right now right now in the uk how do you yeah, UK no, that's not. That's like wavy kind of. Okay, but yeah. there's real. Okay, so wavy's a genre like as well, yeah. M wave. Yeah, but no one's really. Uh, M wave. Yeah, you know. Okay. Oh, M wave. You're saying M wave's trap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. M wave's trap, but he's his trap is like more like streets, mm. and and his vibe it gives it like a drill kind of vibe, and that's why I think a lot of drill people, drill fans, are going to listen to him. But there's the whole trap scene that is very alternate, so. They might not be gangbangers, but they be smokers. Mm. They might pop pills and whatnot. Drink me. And they're still like, they still dress like, do you know what I mean? I hoodies, hood rich, all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's very trappy. And the beats that they're jumping on, it's very, 
some are very relaxed some are just like spaced out and it's sick bro like man's been going to the shows <laughs> that's what's next up i'm telling you that's what's next up but you get me but do we always have to have this thing where it's just one genre at a time man like I just feel that's like that's what it is though like you guys ain't listening that. things to going waves you're not listening to me listen what, like once that's there go. it's yeah. the next one but people are, once it's established here and now with drill you're gonna have like three four acts that's gonna come through every single year yeah mm. that's what it is now whereas before at the beginning of drill you had so many different sets that's popping like do you know what i mean you had like harlem you've got brixton lot 410 150 mm. you could mention so many but now because it's all like saturated it's only going to be limited to like a few people mm-hmm. now what helped it go commercials having the white kids jump on the net like rds and all of that stuff mm-hmm. had alternate yeah. kind of guys that ain't coming from that mad do you gang think that helped it go commercial 100 okay. percent, because it, it makes it more relatable and um, want to see themselves like yeah man because think about it like what, do you think so? themselves yeah is man. Not, you know people be feeling self-conscious imagine yeah, like, like you're, you're not from that background but you'd be banging out and people looking at you like what why why? Just, man yeah. do you know what i mean we got that vibe in the uk like why do you mm. listen to that I hear it, but I feel like those same kids that support an RD now were at people like Eddie One show and they were at Bruh. the Mandem show. They were, they were going Bruh. to these things. So I feel like it was... So yeah, I wouldn't say that white people have propelled it because I do feel like, obviously, we've had... This is probably going to be mad, but we'll try it. Um, but I think we've had like instances where white people have jumped on Joe and it's propelled their c- career more in it which i get mm. obviously they have their own fan base so right. now their fan base increases because mm-hmm. obviously black people but essentially i think yeah i don't think white people propelled drill i think drill was definitely something that was on the rise yeah but even i think it helped it but i don't think it propelled it i think it helped propel it it was still um what you want to call it a turban beast whatever like it still boosted it because you gotta like you gotta look at it yeah demographically look at the uk mm-hmm. look at the united kingdom we are a small percentage if a white kid's gonna jump on yeah, it facts. and it they're looking at him it's gonna translate yeah. mm-hmm. way further so now you could be in uh i don't know man it's a crazy crazy far place salisbury yeah you could be in salisbury <laughs> and you just stick on bbc one extra what what Adio on Get me Before like. jumped on body, for instance. Before H jumped, jumped oh, on you know yeah. like It was going, but it's just like just to take it. Like but it was, but it was getting. Joel was charting before. Yeah, like dig that char- charted with Air Force Remix. Um, I think it went number twenty, mm-hmm. to top, first top twenty drill. Mm-hmm. Before that, but it's how been charting. But how consistently was it happening? It wasn't as consistent. And, and there was always <laughs> just one. That's it wasn't multiple. Now it's a it's a consistent thing, and I think it goes. Hey, we're giving these people too much credit, guys. It's not even that though. I feel like. People just want to see themselves at the end of the day. So the moment that, that you see a, a yeah. white person doing drill, it's I automatically more relatable. Yeah, because drill exactly. fans exactly. are most of the white guys up in, you know, the, um, in the... In the, the north. Yes. Yeah. This is where I do agree with you, because I do think it has... Comp- to it, and I think what I'm deeper now, yeah, is it's the smaller things. Mm-hmm. So the fact that someone like RD is from Brighton, he's got the whole of Brighton behind him. Mm-hmm. H. So H. Man- no, H. H. So he's got the whole of money. So I do mm-hmm. hear it in that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like... There might have been a couple men that was on the drill team, mm-hmm. but now that age is on it and he speaks, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's speaks, doing like, a you're, you're not hearing so me. everyone from Manchester's back. Nah, I think even, chart, even... Which makes a chart. 
even like quicker. before white people jumped on drill yeah sorry to cut you because because <laughs> like i think that the fans the majority of the fan base of that violent gritty drill sound is the white guys who don't who even live it. in the end yeah, yeah, because it's exciting yeah. for them yeah. Yeah. so i get what you're saying when you say white people propel drill because they're the main fan base mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. because it's like the excitement of the, of the violence and all of that so <laughs> when we went on tour like when we when we did um this was like early in it and this is the first time like man's ever done a tour and just seen demographic what it's like mm. and we did the skango and am tours first ever drill tour sold it out and oh, whatnot yeah. and it was like when we were there we didn't know what to expect when we was going to every city because it's like the first time and we're seeing the crowd and we're like what it's not black people bro it's yeah. crazy like, <laughs> yeah. trust me it was it was completely yeah. wild so it's like they want to be part of it so that's what i'm saying like having you got them. You remember, like you just said, you had them before. Yeah, but it's about, but it's accelerating More in the UK. Like the UK I, is different I, to the US. Yeah, like, yeah definitely. Yeah. I think Smaller it pond than that. Yeah. Makes things go faster. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, because all the well, you black people in drill. I think also having white people in drill propels drill in the U- in the EU, like in European countries, like and also Australia. Um, because we know Australia. how far, yeah, you know how far body went. Like, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 to come back. Trust me, Geyser. I think the way he said it sounded <laughs> Australian, yeah. <laughs> but Geyser's yeah. very much British. British yeah. Yeah, very much what British. do you guys feel, think about, like, obviously, the RD comments? Like, obviously, we cannot ignore what has been said online. Um, it's very unnecessary. I like RD, it's very unnecessary. I do. I think uh, what he did with with Body was was sweet. I think the arrangement, especially, was smart putting him first. I just think he's a he's a cool kid, but obviously we've seen stuff flying around. He deserves everything he's got. He was DMing us like man can show you DMs, but he's message messaged us from maybe a year and a half ago, just trying to get into the studio and work. Mm-hmm. He's been grinding for this, so no one can take that yeah. away from him. So yeah. my thing is, I think um, I like personalities in it. I think with RD, what he does well is brings his personality to his music. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. anyone that could do that, one like one of the one of the guys I like is Mob Stack. He does that very well. Mm-hmm. So with RD, it's like, bro, like you're just you're literally rapping your truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I yeah. think mm-hmm. people are gonna say what they're gonna say. Yeah. But it's like, I hit yo. I do want to roll with the geezer. It's a good bar. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, Tiana, I do want to roll with the geezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So, so it's not the geezer's hair up. I'm saying like it works. Like people are treating it. All the Adiolas, they're now thinking that's my name. Oh, this what? Yeah, yeah. me. I'm saying like Adiola's a bait name, you know. Bro, bait name. So it's like, and then obviously he's done his freestyles. Um. And he's trying, isn't it? He's still young. Mm-hmm. He's still going to figure out like, where he wants to go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things propelled him quite quickly. So I think, if you get me, like, yeah, man. Yeah. Obviously, Black History Month, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 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 but um, I feel like there was another point that we touched on that I now have forgotten. Yeah. What, TikTok? Oh, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Central C. Let's talk about Central C because right. that's my G. He just, he just I just feel like. Push. Oh, he ain't black. Yeah, but... Yeah, I was going to say... We were talking about, like, what, bigger... We're talking about <laughs> music. So, okay, yeah. I don't, like... I just wanted to bring up the point that he his adaptability to the TikTok world and having the yeah. Gen Zs in a chokehold... Yeah. Yeah. He does it well as well. So if we're hmm? going to bring up other artists that do it well... 
Tion, Tion. And one thing I like, like, I love about Tion is the fact that he, Tion has been around for, we've known his music from yeah. You the Day, yeah. You the Big. Like, but the way he's adapted every time, like, mm. society mm. has moved is insane. And that's why he's always been relevant. Mm. And I think I find a lot of artists say, oh, what, TikTok, I don't want to do that. Social thing. media, I don't want to do that. Oh, it's not me. We're living in a different world. You either catch up, baby, or get left behind. Fredo jumped on TikTok, bro. No one can ever tell me anything. What? When I see Fredo doing this thing with his niece and that, like, even though you don't want to do it, like, you're doing... Fredo's just funny, isn't it? He's just funny. He's full social media. And I feel that's what he does. He makes it for him. Yeah. He don't need to, like, he's like, bro, he's giving me, he's got his, I believe it's his niece, isn't it? Yeah. He's got his niece and he's doing things with... Yeah. Bro, this is funny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when he used to go on live, just, oh, we don't feed the baddies pasta. Like, nah, just, I, I, I think, think a yeah. lot of artists feel like they need to come on the platform and probably dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to realize as well. Yeah. I, I think everyone's got a funny side to them, so it's yeah. just like, just everyone, do what yeah. you normally do on a day to day. Not everyone, yeah, but just be you. Yeah, that's and what it is. Yeah. Just be and the ones that do because that people will gravitate yeah. to you. The people True. who are like the guy that didn't speak in it. It's not even about the words. <laughs> you just have to show your face. Look at Pink Panther S. Yeah. Every single day, yes. posting his like tunes. Make, yeah. make it you. And I think a lot of artists, every time I hear them, oh, I don't want to do this social media. Uh, and everything, me, I've been doing content for time. Mm. So many people overthink everything. Literally, TikTok, I think about an idea, I literally film it there and then. It okay. goes viral. Yeah. It, it's, mm. it's, n- it's not as hard as people think it is. Right. On mm. the flip side of that, though, yeah, don't you think, it's okay if they don't because some people just care about the craft, and, uh, and for mm. them it's just music. And, like, and that's not enough anymore. It's not. An, it's not enough it's not anymore. Enough. We are. Know. We are in a it's digital world. What trajectory do you want to reach? That's mm. that's what you have to ask. Okay, about. let's take it for example. Obviously, in the beginning, yeah, Stormzy was heavily social. He went. He went even why he dropped his second album. We still took his album and it still went number one without him being heavily on social. But that's he had to get to that position. You're not at that position if you're Preach early. It. Preach it. If you're early, who, what, who do you think well. you are? How many people have the, the type of teams that Stormzy has as well? Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, look that's at his true. team. Even look look at where he is. It's taking years to build that. He doesn't have to that. be on socials. He, he can give me his socials and say, Tiana, run it. Yeah. And he's at that position. It takes time. Mm-hmm. A, when lo- you're a lot of artists yeah. don't run their yeah. socials now. Yeah. But yeah. you have to get to a space where you have to put the work in. And the thing is, yeah, with with being an artist, it's about being more. Like It's not about just being an artist anymore. People need to buy into you so that when that shit blows, you can do whatever you want. It's, 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 there's so much. Tell artists all the time, nah. like, tell artists that all I think the time. we do that a lot, yeah, with, like, our people and our generation. Because mm. I know there's artists out there, like, I'm going to go, like, more bigger. Like, I'm talking, I think it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously, naturally, as a celeb, your life is out there, so some things just come to mm. our attention anyway. Mm. But then I think there are artists, like Adele or like Ed Sheeran and that, or, um, you know, Beyonce, who are not heavily on socials, but... Now. Now. Do you know how many interviews Beyonce was doing back in, back in the days? Do you, she doesn't do, do do you know Beyonce now. from back in the days? Do you know how ratchet she was back in the days? No, I like Beyonce. I like Beyonce. Do you think Matthew Knowles would have not had her everywhere all the time? Like, come on. I hear it still. It takes time. And what I'm saying about... But they've not got personality. They've got character in their own way. What I'm saying about, like, even just being more of an artist, let's say, look at... Oh, Sweetie's the perfect example of being someone who has social media on lock. Because now, 
now she did the whole McDonald's thing. Yeah, yeah. Megan, Megan's now collaborating with Popeyes. Mm-hmm. As an artist, you can't just do music. There's so much more. Don't pay so enough. If, 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 mate, I think Sometimes someone else is gonna be hot. Yeah. Someone yeah. else is gonna come and take your, your spot. Unfortunately, no, and, it, and it's more like people are like, oh, anyone. I feel like. With social media as well, everyone has a talent. Someone's good at some something. Mm-hmm. People right. want to buy into you now. Like, what are oh, I can relate to that person? I can relate to this person. Yeah. I can connect to that person. It's much more, and I think obviously it's a lot to think about. But it can, it's so simple. It's just being right. yourself. Right. And if you're comfortable in your own skin, then it's easy. But obviously, not everyone one. is like that. Not ev- there are people yeah. who overthink everything. But this whole artist, oh, I love my craft, my craft, my craft. Keeping the craft as a baby. Mate, you go into the industry, they tear it apart. And that's the reality. No, I do hear it still. That's why I... Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep this one in. I can think of artists in my head and I'm just like, they're really Look good at how people. many talented artists you know. I know that's what I'm saying. And, and we I feel know like, yeah, they're they, really sick. That, but mm-hmm. I guess the social It's not about being there. sick. It's, it's not hard, anymore. It? Man, one thing man tells really artists when they sit down with us and that, uh, should be like, right, you are a product. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know you're a human being. That's but cool. Yeah, nah, your product. Yeah. Yeah. And if man puts you in a shop, whether that be Sainsbury's, Tesco, and you're on that shelf, and there is, like I don't know, I people like shampoo, body wash, all of that. You got cocoa, yeah. cocoa, um, <laughs> <laughs> coconut oil. You got mango. You got. You're all gonna do the same thing. It's mm. all gonna make me smell mm. fresh. It's all gonna make me clean and whatnot. But why am I buying that product? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What What's going on yeah. around that? Do you get me? And that's what they need to be yeah. focused. Do you know on. who's doing it very good now? Mace. Oh yeah. Mace right. is doing like from when he tapped into just being himself. Yeah. It took him to a different level. No, and a that, lot of art, yeah. like it's it, he's an artist. <clears throat> he makes sick music. Are you about Charlie Mace? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. loved yeah. Mace's yeah. music from PBGR days. But. And I've always said, oh, this boy needs to yeah. fan from... Because he's but, funny as well. But he's actually funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, now people can buy into him and he can do... Like, see him hosting weddings. Yeah. Events. I think yeah. things take moments, innit? Because I think, moments. like, it's definitely... You're definitely right, innit? Obviously, it would be... Because it's hard. And I think I can understand Charlie Shaw because even, like, at one point, I remember he was just like, boy, he just wants to do he music. He just wants to do want music. He didn't want to be seen as the yeah. funny man. Yeah. yeah. But it's he like, cut it. A, it does come to a point where it's like, you merge the two and it's like, boy, I'm the funny man that does music. Or I'm the music man that does cooking as well. That's what I'm saying, like, and I think a lot of people are doing that, and I get it, like, because of social media, a lot more people should and kind of have to show their personality, and yeah. I think it is hard, and like you said, Tion has done it well, because even from someone like like me, myself, I would say sometimes I, sh- I would struggle between being like, oh, but I'm just like vibes and funny and presenter, mm-hmm. and then, no, nah, I need to be a serious actor, but now I'm just like, it's not merged the two, you know what I'm saying? Mate. So I definitely get that. Tion Main's sick. Who has done it quite well? Um... I think a lot of the ones, Hedy, yo, I can't lie. Hedy's fine. She's funny as well. And it's just because he's just here. Yeah. So simple yo, stuff under he does. Man in the spa today. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I the man into the spa. <laughs> 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 it's like, yo, this is lit, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm really good spa getting facials. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mad. Like, um, yeah, so I, I, I definitely hear it. Nah, I also want to, one thing I really, really love about Tion, the documentaries. I'm begging artists and even just creatives just mm. document your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I, I'm more invested in him now from watching the documentaries <laughs> and knowing where he came from. Yeah. The things that he was saying about like being stabbed and going to the police and they're saying, oh, the ambulance is going to take 30 mm. minutes. Like, just listening to his story, mm. I'm like, I'm so invested now. Mm. Like, I, I like you. Seeing what Lowski's doing now with the Amazon music and the documentary, yeah. I'm like, yes, this is what, even if you don't have an audience, document everything mm-hmm. because, mate, 
it's going to be worth something. It's yes. going to be worth so yeah. much. Yeah, even me. like moving beyond the artists, like even finding out more about genres more yeah. widely themselves. I feel like, especially within like the UK and like Black British right. music, I feel like a lot of us don't know our history in terms mm-hmm. of Black British music mm-hmm. yeah, because it's just not it. documented, documented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's so hard to go back and find Lost, that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like the, what the one scene that's done it well has been the grime scene because yeah. I feel like I do know quite so a bit about yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. But like outside of that, like I feel like we don't document our our history enough. I think that's funky house era. you just have pictures yeah. now bro. literally what happened to big brother what happened to mystique bro. so solid yeah. quick like, like where is all this we know the music but what's the story yeah yeah it's true but i guess they gotta come and tell us their story isn't it yeah. well it depends on who wants to know and i think it's hard isn't it because for them they're like like no i think people want to yeah. know but yeah. for them it's like they feel some of them are even struggling because some of them might still want to make music some of them feel like they missed mm. their big break because mm. music to make now is a lot easier mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so they might not even be in the right space to do it. Yeah. It's weird, but I definitely think you lot are right. I think they should definitely document. Or at least, yeah, let us know how it started, man. Speaking of scenes, actually, how do you guys feel about the UK new scene right now? It's growing. I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. I don't know. Like, I, I think, yeah, and this is what I say, things could look great on the forefront, but behind the scenes, things are still not moving. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think on the forefront, it looks like maybe something might start happening <coughs> for the girls and the boys but probably not because mm. labels still don't care about it i feel like yeah i would agree with you i feel like we're really lacking in, in infrastructure i feel like the talent is definitely there because like you said we, we could, i'm sure we could all name people right now yeah. that, that, mm. are pop, that we feel are popping mm. within the r&b space but like you're saying like i don't see the the movement happening it's i see the talent but it's all packed. about it's all about infrastructure mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and if there's not platforms or if there's people on the platforms ain't publicizing it and celebrating it enough, then people ain't going to catch on. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Again, it's the Pied Piper scenario. If people are backing it, talking about it, putting it on little platforms, mm. everyone's just going to be like, oh, yeah, this is sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, and it's the same yeah. thing with drill. Do you know what I mean? When Jerome uh, started taking drill videos, people jumping on press play, there was avenues. Do you know what I mean? There was yeah. a lot of conversation starters. So... More people just need to talk about it and act. And, you know I mean, I think it's just hard in it for the UK. Straight, it's <laughs> just hard. Straight. The reason why, and the reason why is because when people think black people think music, the first thing they think is drill, hip hop, um, rap. Mm. So, because the art, I mean, got too much soul by the way. And that's <clears throat> that's the thing. Like, I think no, but that, and, and I think we say that, but the soul music's there. No, we're no, just not the ones. The the, the, no, that's what I'm saying. But not everyone. The audience isn't there. The audience yeah. ain't there because the audience folk. And then now, the so? bro, I'm yeah, telling you I've, now. I've been saying this. R and B. It's a black genre. Uh, has everyone heard listen to Hamza's EP? Yeah, love it. Love it. You haven't. So obviously, three three girls and one guy have listened to it. Yeah. Not that's not saying that it's not, but it's like you're not checking for it. Yeah. Really and truly. Right. And then the, you lot have all listened to it. How many times have you not promoted it or pull it out there or you're singing to it on your stories like you do with all the other tunes? Regularly, you know. I can't lie. I've, I've promoted Hamza regularly, yeah. Cool, yeah, you? you have. Not yeah. Hamza specifically. Not just Hamza, but, but R&B. I no, but, like, let's just say, but that's, I feel like that's what happens. Right. So I'm saying, like, you get one out of... I I've, I've, I've done, like, I maybe promoted it when it first dropped and mm-hmm. like, one other time, but mm-hmm. it's even... I'm at fault as well because mm-hmm. it's like... For me, it's like, oh, and people... Cause it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes mm. you don't want to be singing on Snapchat. You know what? You know what? But even the rap girls as well. 
Even who? Rap oh, the rap girls yeah, thing. Like, Trust I, me. I, I, no, but the thing is, I hear a lot of boys say they don't listen to them because when it comes to like end, oh, the end of year roundups, mm. a lot of the girls are not in the conversation. Yeah. Even yeah. the playlist. But they don't yeah, rate girls, bro. They, but, yeah. but then you talk to the man and be like, oh, no, we don't listen to, we don't listen to them. Mm. But it's just like, oh, rah. Then, then what's yeah. like what's going on? Where's the disconnect? Yeah, yeah. where's yeah. the disconnect? Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, but I, that's Sexism. like I think it's hard because the because man never listening to Megan in the Mer- in America. Yeah, facts. I think the UK what? is heavily sexist. Yes, yeah, industry as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I heavily. I just I see how guys move. Like race, they said it. Yeah, bro. I see how guys move and whatnot. Mm. Like they're either creepy, mm. controlling. I'm weird, bro. Just yeah, yeah like, just get me, get it, bro. Yeah. Like that's why, like, like in terms of like us, like FF and that, we always try to work with as many females, yeah, women and that. Uh, get me, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's like true. even when it wasn't cool for like female artists to be rapping or doing drill and that, like, I mean, we took on Ivorian or Abby Girl mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, latest female Sim. artist Sim we did have an R&B singer Rayel who was on X Factor and that that was super hard and that as well so we've, we've always been trying but as well but sometimes we have these acts and whatnot, and you're pushing them to these platforms da, 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 but they don't really see it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get me? And then it's only when it starts popping, then they want to take it in. On. So like when Ivorindo start popping, now they want to be like, oh yeah, she's so sick. She's da da da. Nigga, where was she? Sorry. Where <laughs> black, black history month. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. She's a black history month. <laughs> but yeah, like where was you when like, I was trying to plug this and you yeah. were like, oh, I didn't see it. And oh, it's just all situation and all of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Where was yeah. you, bro? You didn't take it serious. Because like, I work quite heavily within the pop space. Right. right. And the moment you have a black artist in a pop space, all of a sudden they suddenly remember what R and B is, and they want them to go down that uh, lane. So it's it's, so, it's super super weird that they're uh, very very selective when they want to remember that yeah, yeah. black people do yeah. do R and B. So it's just like it's, it's it's whatever the agenda is yeah. at the time that they want to push. That, that's do you know what I love? Bell, I was. The runway is killing. Yeah, I love yes. her. She's oh, amazing. And I love how she always says, I am pop. Stop saying that I am hip-hop or I am pop. And I'm allowed to be in this space. But one thing I, I remember when I was talking to Bella is what I, I, I obviously asked her the question, what can bridge the gap to make R&B a popping in this in this um, scene? And I think the perfect example she gave was Shabo and Georgia. Mm. But we've had R&B and rap mm, collabs yeah. before, yeah. but it's the R&B artist adapting to hip-hop, not the other way around. Whereas yeah. Shea, Boy, Shea Boy collaborated with Georgia and the, we saw a change. Flip, I was yes. like, raw, I didn't know Shea Boy could do twice this. Twice as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of, uh, if these collaborations are going to happen, even Tion and Ray did it. When, Ray, when yeah. Tion started singing, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, what is this? And I feel like a lot more, and that's why I love Tion, I will always say this, mm-hmm. because the adaptability is just adapting t- to them and not bringing the artist on mm-hmm. as just an add-on, but yeah. actually adapting to their sound as well. And I think if what? more of that can happen, maybe there can now be a shift because that Shabo and Georgia collaboration Fantastic. was perfect. Yeah. And that boosted Shabo as well. No, I, I said, like, drill, I thought is an avenue to help R&B and mm-hmm. R&B. Yeah. Drill. So we kind of started already doing it, um, putting R&B artists on drill records with drill artists. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was going to play something on the Mac, but I won't. But yeah, oh like, trust me, like, people out of Mario <laughs> could play a little song. <laughs> Why is just an example? Like, yeah. I example, do think it's yeah. very hard still. It is just hard. Just because, yeah, that's this, uh, it's going to be a constant narrative of, like, R&B might not just be R&B anymore. 
because they have to jump on Jordan. Yeah. They have to be on a rap. It can't team. just be pure. Yeah. It yeah. can't just be, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that's where the issue lies. And yeah. And I think, another thing anyway, I think the UK, they love this fast-paced music. R&B's never been that. Like, R&B's yeah. been a process of, like, artist of development. Ju- artist development. Yeah. I've gone through this. I'm writing about this. Yeah, I'm my heart. Taking my time. My, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's my like, soul, my love, my life. Bella's last project, yeah, it was flipping The cold. art of conversation, even the title. It's like, Ooh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and you can Bella. tell. And it's mad, because obviously, I think, naturally, we support it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of black people do support it. Mm-hmm. But the industry, and that's why a lot of them go to America. Mm-hmm. And I don't... And the music-wise, I hear it. Bella's been in America. Shay Jacobs, yeah. Bella's been in LA. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> literally. And it's like, even Shay, yeah, um, he's an artist as well, like, and he does, I guess he, he can mix and match. Mm-hmm. But for him, he's like, bro, America, because it's like, there's mm. better, I wouldn't say better, but there's more R&B producers. So even like yeah. production wise, and imagine like R and B specific, R and B specific. You don't have that in yeah. the UK. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of people that want it because a lot of people want to be what's popping. Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to make money, happen- so obviously. And I, but I was, it's because not a lot of people believe believe in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except for so they have to go around. There's R and B producers. There's R and B. I was just about to say, yeah, Nipah. I love him. Look at him still. Like we won the shout them out. Now everyone wants to holler at the boy. It's crazy. It's mad. It's crazy. It's, I think it will just, yeah. I don't know. I think UK UK artists that do R&B music are are shellers. They're amazing, and I would say if you have to go to America, mm. go, go. Where, go where you're celebrating. Go. go where you love. But go. even actually, and then you come back though. Come, yeah, come yeah. back, <laughs> come back here. Come on, just remember where you came from. No, because you just made me think of something. Because Nipper, like obviously that situation track went yeah. did its thing, Crazy, yeah. but before that he released it's Ride or Die, and that was a banger. Ride or Die. Why didn't that do as well? It's Changed like my tone or whatever. That, like, that tune. R&B. They want to hear like. Really that's not really even his best shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a banger, but like they yeah. want to hear just violence this, all the time. It's like today. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this, is, this is like a this is a little draft. Okay. One of our producers, you probably heard of Mario.
but it's it's predominantly having more of the R and B verses and whatnot with drill artists mm. on it. You get it? That's how. So, yeah, yeah, got a few yeah. store. Oh, yeah. that gave me yeah. chills. I just yeah. got a bit excited there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's ironic? Like, that's, some, that's actually something that Shaka mentioned and I will mm-hmm. continue in, in, in terms of R and Drill. Mm-hmm. Like, he was saying that... You didn't think of Shaka? Yeah, he even has an R and Drill tune on his um, yeah. new album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's called When You Pull Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so with, with what he was saying, he was like, R and B has the potential to bring the romance to drill mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. like we, we a lot of people associate drill with like the violence so it kind of has a has drillers like, need love too you know what yeah. i mean like, <laughs> so it kind of has that and obviously as drill was getting more commercial and stuff it kind of has that potential to kind of bring it into a different space 100 percent. have song as well man honestly song? yeah he's yeah, he is like, cold as well even if you look at like rap like that's how jar rule ashanti that's how they were doing it it's that era do you get me yeah yeah, yeah, one of the biggest plugs this year. I'm just gonna plug it. No signal. I can't lie. We've been yeah. playing. Yeah. Like, We've yeah. been playing like, music from all types Man. of genres. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone and that. Like, definitely been pushing that. Like, no signal. Yeah. I think there will definitely be someone between like literally the beginning of 2020 till now. That's like they're gonna go black so people. Far. Black, yeah. Oh yeah. My I'll just uh, I'll present on there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of no signal, actually, NS Ken Beekman was obviously like the best flagship show that mm-hmm. we over lockdown. You know what? That's the first thing that comes into my head every single time. But yeah, like I was saying, like you guys really, really did blow up over lockdown. So kind of, how did that all come about? Nah, um, well, kudos to obviously the the main team, yeah, like the Mandem, Jojo, David. I started naming everyone. You guys know who you are. Shout out David. Um, huh? Yeah. Shout out yeah. David. 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 I guess it was just it's a simple an idea, isn't it? Like to just kind of give people entertainment like, during the pandemic. Um, literally kicked off in March, pretty much. And it was quite, it was literally just them lot in the beginning. Like obviously people that go recess, the motors, they kind of knew about it and saw stuff. Um, then I think they, they started releasing like just verses, isn't it? Like for people to just, play who they wanted to play um and it just went off like people was just enjoying it mm. so i think some of the first ones were, were then really it was global run, yeah mm-hmm. no that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. i'm coming to the, the global thing but the first some of the ones were just like people that were big fans of the artist so it would have been like and it wouldn't have it's not like there were smaller ones they were just weren't weren't as known as i'm saying yeah. so you'd have like um just artists against artists i'm even trying to think of one of the first ones but right Carey, right yeah like the Mariah Carey ones beyonce yeah so it was like a lot of fun and then obviously the one was with and vibes that went global uh, like what? <laughs> vibes was listening from his cell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and obviously like um and even just before that obviously you had the burner boy one so it was like people was really and I think lockdown obviously helps, isn't it? Because people wanted something to do. Mm-hmm. They needed something to listen we to. We needed entertainment. Well, we needed yeah. the entertainment, you know what I'm saying? And there's only so much Netflix you can watch and there's only so much interaction. And Twitter was a scary place at the time. And yeah. people hated their families as well. People, yeah, like <laughs> families. So I think um, when NS10 10, NS10 10, 10 happened, it was just, it was something everyone needed mm-hmm. and everyone wanted, you know what I'm saying? It's like, artists we like and all right cool we get to choose what song who's gonna choose the better song it's a yeah. nice competition it was a yeah. way to do things um and it's just been elevating since then so obviously mm-hmm. literally started off as that 
then they started adding shows, and now it's literally a full. Radio they did live in a suite, and yeah, they did the live so like one. So like, and um, yeah, so that's yeah. So later on that like, year, when things opened up, they had the live one. Um, obviously no guests, but it was visually so obviously YouTube. Mm-hmm. So they started doing stuff on YouTube, and I think from there it's just been a it's just been like an art form. Um, and it's obviously it's not always easy. Like you learn along the way. Like there's times obviously the stream out of cut and people yeah. complaining stuff, mm-hmm. but that's it happens. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you lot even inspired yeah. us to do our dual verse ten v ten. Okay, yeah. oh sick, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think no, nah, definitely from that time people was like, you know what I'm saying? If there's one thing that I can definitely say bring people together is music. Mm. And um, they were especially able to blacks. find literally yeah. yeah, especially black people like they were able to find the perfect balance Sick between blacks. music and opinion. <laughs> literally, because obviously everyone that chose their tracks, that was their opinion on their favourite track. Mm. We had our opinions on Twitter. So they literally was able to find that perfect merge and um yeah man. And I think they put a, a lot of people on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of absolutely. people on like them clashes. It just yeah. got better. So the clashes got better. Then in the interval, the DJ would play. That was the disco. We just yeah. tweeted so many. Everyone be like, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. Tweeting the links. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And it was it was definitely an important time um for everyone. And so many things that happened, obviously, um, George Floyd and Mm-hmm. Bare things were going on, so it was it was definitely an escapism. Good to see. It was definitely yeah. an escapism that helped, and yeah, what well, the amount of music? Maybe just Shazam in your speaker, and yeah, then you wait yeah. for the tweet because obviously then they started tweeting the, yeah. the new yeah. artists, and it was dope. And then obviously yeah. like even now on today, even like the shows that we have, we always aim to kind of like play new music and play new artists. The playlist there, slapping art. I can show you the playlist. There's there's someone from each genre on there. Yeah, you know I've seen the dra- yeah like mm. you've got a genre um genre wow. <laughs> you got a drill. You got R and B. You've got Afrobeats. You've got Alte mm. music. You've got garage. You've got like there's always gonna be something, and it's always gonna majority of the time be black. Yeah, mm. that's actually something I, I wanted to the, speak yeah, on. Yeah, I think that's the beauty. I feel like especially in the UK, there were, there was such a gap for like black radio. Yeah, we used to have like Choice FM, yeah, and then I feel like. like for a long time we haven't really had anything so i feel yeah. like it's really like instrumental that you guys have actually come and like filled mm. that space yeah. and actually given a platform for black music. and it's pure man yeah yeah, yeah no pure. definitely i think that's what it is isn't it it's all like it became a thing where everyone wanted to like wow this is wavy like this is mm. that's black like but you know what i think the branding helps as well the branding, branding, the branding of no signal because because yeah. judges always been yeah. good at like the graphic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When you just go on the page, you're like, rah, it works. Yeah. So I think yeah. there's there's been platforms that I've tried, but the branding was wasn't just that good. Yeah, yeah. no, you're like, so it's right. You're it's so like right. very like and it depends it looks on where. Like it's <laughs> and I think aside from branding as well, I think what like with um, Jojo, it was just it was organic. Mm. There was no forcing it, forcing it. That they didn't think they would be as big as it is now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think when you have that natural elements of things things just go naturally people mm-hmm. want to work mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. oh who are these man do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. working, working, working now, with yeah. call of duty like mm-hmm. last year um around this time we were literally preparing to do um a live show around call of duty which we had performances from odell Batgirl g um and any do you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'm promoting call of duty like we're handing out a playstation we're presenting it and it's like for me that was just sick to be a part of that because yeah. it's like yeah people are realising there's other there's other avenues yeah. and stuff. And at the same time, no cigar are able to promote artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it presents, the, me and um, Bissola hosted that. It's like, bro, now you're promoting us as mm-hmm. presenters. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful. To see, it's been beautiful to see. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the next things that are coming is going to be amazing. Yeah, I think but as well as like the branding that helped was also the interactive 
side of things. Yeah, because yeah, you could have just done clashes and have us listening, which would have been great. But being able to vote, yeah, that you know what? Large up social media as well, yeah. Um, the social media team for noticing the one that was obviously Nicole, mm. that you don't know who you are. They, the fact that their tweets as well, people interacted with them, yeah. like they put in the work, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was just, I think you're so right. I think having that element of interacting, yeah. the branding, and but also, black faces, yeah. black voices, mm. and it was just nuts. Just going back on the team, I think every person on the No Signal team is lit. Yeah, like everyone yeah. does something right. at yeah. a high quality. And they give their all. And I think a lot of people struggle to find people like that, you know. Yeah, it's hard to true. find a yeah, tribe, you know, that like yeah. everyone is invested. Everyone believes vision. in the vision. Yeah. Yep. Everyone is, is giving their all, even when there's no money involved, yeah. even when brands don't even care about you lot. I think from the beginning, it's, yeah. it's been lit. But I nah. think that's what it is. It's like, it, it's, it's that, it's the tribe, it's the family. Like, it goes back to what you were saying before. Because like, sometimes, it's a, like, some people might say it's a competition thing. It's like, oh, but no, when you have a vision or when you support something mm-hmm. you support it regardless yeah like, 100%. Well, whatever comes with it so yeah man Facts. but yeah i feel like it was you were even talking about like in terms oh, of building a team the importance <laughs> what the importance <laughs> of having infrastructure we clashed in it we clashed with no signals oh no like it's just because when we were doing it at the same time there was just like a little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then man realised someone else was chatting with us then found out who's behind it and yeah. it's like oh bro, bro that's my guy oh yeah. Was oh yeah in general yeah, so, yeah. I think I think naturally <laughs> stuff like that always happens isn't it? yeah it's like, it's yeah. let's get into finesse forever yeah, yeah. tell us you your humble know? self Story. let us know the story, story how it started Everything. I'm gonna try to do like a short and store. But um yeah, how finesse forever started. Um so like a bit of my background journey. So um I, all three of us, me JB, skills, we all went to the same school and that. Um so with SK known him since like eleven. JB now we went to the same church. Um and his mum died, so we kinda took him in as well. So he was like Basically, he's like our younger brother, my younger brother. Um, so, yeah, started off doing like sound engineering and that was through church. Um, so I learned about like just wiring, setting levels, all of that stuff. And then when I got to school, um, they got a studio made. So now I was able to transfer these live sound engineering skills onto like an actual program software because it all kind of looked the same and that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that was rapping in the playground, like everyone else, all of that, but I was able to record myself and I was able to record like my bedrooms and that as well. So from that, just, just kind of just, it was a hobby in it. Um, finished secondary school, didn't really get the grades I wanted. Um, was excluded from most of it. We even got escorted by police to do our GCSEs. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so really don't really. Well, you're just saying that's so casually, yeah. escorted. Yeah, it's crazy still, <laughs> but um, yeah, just really didn't take things seriously. And then uh, it was after secondary school, tried to like find the right course to do. I wanted to do humanities in it because I'm good at all that stuff, but yeah, didn't have the right grades, so ended up doing media. Um, and through doing media. I just kind of, again, was going down the wrong paths, messing with the wrong people and whatnot. And then um, my tutor spoke to me, and he was a white guy called Andrew Jenner. And he was just like, listen, if you don't fix up, you're going to either end up at the jail or on the streets. Like, just 
get me. You need to remember your tutor's name. It must have been a good yeah. tutor. Yeah. <laughs> she get me, and I was just like, rah, like this white dude don't know man from nowhere, mm-hmm. and he's speaking to me like this. It was different. Do you know what I mean? So after that, I was really on self reflection mode, and I was just looking at everything around me, friends, da da da, and I was just like, you know, I can't go around down this path and that. Do you know what I mean? Um, it was real, and it's so hard, especially for people that understand as well. For black youth, it's so hard to just do a U-turn from what you're used to and yeah. used to being around because it means you got to cut people off. You got to, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. hard, bro. It's a lonely place transitioning still. So with that transition, I was taking the course seriously, and obviously with media, they give you like a few different things to um, gravitate to. So obviously, you got to experience doing Photoshop. Um, graphic designing, um, filming, editing, all of that stuff. So I really took to filming and editing. Um, so with that, I was just taking it seriously. My edits were getting good. My shooting was getting good. So outside of him teaching in college, he was a um, he was a freelance director, videographer. Oh, so he was doing yeah. stuff in the industry. Do you know what I mean? So he decided to take me along to um, just different jobs that he got do you know what i mean so he was getting high-end kind of jobs so he was doing like stuff for like river island and whatnot so he would bring me and i think the first gig that i did with him was the river island thing and he was like yeah you're getting paid 450 for the day come down don't need to wear anything serious do you know what i mean travel's covered so da 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 so i was like i swear down i pulled up seeing how everyone's vibe was mm. it wasn't no office shirts that you're used to what they teach you in school yeah. and whatnot and then plus we finished shooting in like an hour bro and i was like we were just doing 30 second clips for you know the website yeah the, yeah. yeah bro so we're doing that and i was like right man just got paid 450 for this i was like no nah, i need to take this seriously yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah so from there made. i was just taking it seriously then he started to bring me to other things so i got to do stuff with magazines got my own contracts all of that and then that's when i met like and i was still kind of dibbing and dabbing with the music at the same time mm. um so that's when i met like jamal edwards as well and he would be at certain yeah so he would be at certain gigs that i was um at so i was with a magazine company called the sword a magazine he was with um box fresh media or something so what he was doing was while we both be shooting the same content the same people like tinchy stride and whatnot after shooting whatever he would just grab man say yo let me shoot a quick freestyle or not and then as well i was just speaking to him about like his journey because he was like two years older than me or whatever so i kind of looked up to him in a way and he was just do you know i mean giving man advice so i kind of in my heart decided i was, I was like i don't want to really do the same thing because i started to shoot music videos because my tutor as well lent me his camera so now i was able to just shoot and that that told me taught me how to be accountable and mm. just responsible for something. Do you know what I mean? High-end equipment. This white guy's giving it to me. I'm just a black cute from Croydon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm able to shoot music videos. I'm able to shoot weddings. All of this different kind of stuff. And stack up dough. Someone's buying like studio equipment. All of that stuff. Um, and yeah, for me and Jamal, I was just like, I don't really want to do the music video thing. Because it's long. Artists. Just rude. No budget. <laughs> Get me. No budget. It's like, it's long going back and forth on the edits you man know how that is yes <laughs> 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 yeah man so it's like no nah, i want to do something where i can just use utilize all my skills mm-hmm. do you know what i mean um so from that got enough studio equipment with jb set up a first studio in a bedroom didn't really work out because it's just like rough man's running the business man can't do that out of a yard like 
Do you know what I mean? Plus, it wasn't my yard, so I can't even. So anyway, from there it was like, raw. What can we do? Then I remembered like, raw. Do you know what? Church. They had like an office floor in it, like different offices and whatnot. And there was a hair salon there in it, but they left and it was vacant for like eight months or whatever. So I decided to put in a little proposal, um, and just say like, let's just go for it. Man was about seventeen and a half, whatever, or something like that. Put the proposal in, got it in it, and it's like, raw. Yeah, here's the keys. Now it's just like, raw, man's got extra responsibility. Like, man ain't just got house yeah. keys, man's got, do you know what I mean? Mm. Building keys at yeah. that age as well. So um, it was pretty bare, like, when we got in, didn't have that much equipment, tried to raise funds up and uh, utilise what we had. And then from there, that journey kind of fully started. So now from recording in the school, the bedrooms, all of that stuff, now it's just like an actual spot. And then now this is where people, the networking comes in. Mm, just got different yeah. people flowing from their ends, just coming in, doing music. And everyone's like, right, you got a studio. Because everyone else is doing bedroom studios, yeah. but man's yeah. actually got a spot. So um, Before we had our own spaces. Yeah, do you get me? <laughs> so I met so many people, so many people that you know, like Hardy, Nadia Rose. I grew up with these people and I've come through. I've been a part of their careers at Journey, one point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Journeys. Um, so yeah, just met so many different artists. And someone's just like, right, you should manage. Someone else is like, raw. thought about setting up a label, da, da, da. I'm just like, kind of new to all this, like, like, cool. Then obviously JB, heavily production, and all of that, like, so it was just like, right, we can produce with artists, and can record the artists and whatnot. And someone else is like, right, you should do events, do you get me? And so ended up starting to do events, I was doing music showcases, um, put Stormzy on, like, first, a few of his first, like, first shows and that. Sick. Even came back to help judge for us as well a couple of times. Um, and then from there, started doing like parties, raves, um, and then ended up doing raves and parties in Amsterdam, Rotterdam, um, with my other part business partner who now helps us with the head of our community division and that. So yeah, from there, just kind of wore bare different hats. And at the same time, I decided not to go uni away. I stayed in London, went to South Bank University, um, and I just graduated in TV and film. And then... Um, after that, it was kind of like, all right, cool, done everything. How can man really, like, just take this even seriously and just scale it up? So when you're growing, you get growing pains, and you realise you've got to get rid of people. Mm. Car, with the success that man was getting, you just have different kind of people just coming around, and you realise they're just for the ride, not for a long yeah. time, you get me? Yeah, yeah. And that was hurt. Yeah, it hurt, innit? It hurt. And I know a lot of people see me now, and like, I'm still the... When they see me, like, right, you ain't really changed, like, it's like, yeah, but I'm still in the same spot. Do you mm. get me? Mm. Um, not you, saying spot, spot, but... Yeah. You glossed over the community stuff that you're doing with FF. Like, yeah. That's always been a big part of your... Always. Your, um, your brands. Yeah. Mm. Like, obviously, you know, you, you're known for a lot in the industry. Mm-hmm. You're one of the first pioneers of drill with all of the producers that you've got on your label. Mm. Huge part of the scene. But as well as that, you guys make it clear you do you do the talking, but you do yeah. the walking. Because yeah. you, you speak a lot on the news yeah. about, like, okay, we need to help the community, mm-hmm. but you're actually doing mm-hmm. that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And actually going out to meet police officers, meet mm-hmm. um, people on the council, and people who can actually make a difference. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about that and also the Kickstarter scheme. Yeah, so, good that, yeah. so it's like... Do you guys not want to hear how we met Esk? Like, how that part? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you I could skip yeah. that? Yeah. No, tell us that. No, we need to So, we get the growing pains, had to get rid, had to rebrand. So, it's mm. like, right, cool. Rebranded what we did have, which was Chaos on Music. 
he branded it to 104 Forever. I was just like, right, calling it 104 Forever because that's where what the building was, 104 White Horse Road. So like, I always remember it by that. Um, and then we eventually had to move from the first studio um, because obviously we j- it was just getting so busy, people smoking weed and whatnot. It's a church building, da da da, all of mm. that stuff. So it's like, right, you got to cut out. So now it was just like, right, I've got to find a new spot, start again, kind of thing. So did that. Once we did that, um, found a new spot. Needed like a few TVs because, like, I like having more than one TV in the studio. Like, <laughs> like, so someone's like, right, do you do you know you know SK does um, TVs, and I was like, what? I swear down. Da, da, da. And he's like yeah bro like trust me hit him up and that so hit him up came down patman tvs and was like right obviously we caught up like what are you doing we, he's like right just finished uni all of that stuff um and he's just kind of set up his label management company with people that he was working with called finesse entertainment so he was like right cool um let's go out for hip-hop karaoke he was like, nah, nah, because I don't really go out. Yeah, now, now, now he's like out. He goes out more than me, bro. Check <laughs> <laughs> me. So, yeah, we've been out, hip-hop karaoke, just spoke about it. It's like, bro, we could really do this. Do you know what I mean? You lot got your studio over there. We got our studio. Same, similar setup because we had a photography studio. They had a photography studio as well. It's like, bro, both in Croydon could be massive, bro. Do you get me? So he's like, yeah. And then from there, we kind of made a plan that same night day the whole week just linking up linking up planning planning so obviously he spoke to them guys over there they donn't really see the vision and whatnot um a couple of things happened and it's just that you know yeah because it's got a cut so it's like yeah bro cut bro and yeah i was like doesn't even matter you still finesse bro bring that connected it finesse forever and then from there we just went off they were a bit jealous do you know what i mean where we had a couple spats like because they were like oh i copied the name that it was like never so it's like, <laughs> so it's like right, get me it's like bro. anyway <laughs> anyway moving forward yeah like um what where sk's kind of skills came in heavily was with the networking talking and just do you know what i mean rubbing people do you know what i mean you get yeah. me easy lovable person and that so um when it comes to like speaking to a lot of artists as well it's good at that we already had artists but the main artist that he brought through was iq first so we worked together so he's like right you know i mean jb in production so the tune that kind of really took off was like telepag and try from there it just really like kicked off now mm. we're meeting different labels that are learning about distribution and then um with the studio now got guys like tweeko so we had tweeko now he's got the cold room and that mm. so he was like our main engineer and whatnot um and then what we realized was and how jewel even came to the picture was they were because we had the studio it's like a casting net, so so many different artists would just be coming through. Mm. And then, um, obviously, I used to work in like uh, a children's home and whatnot, work, do all that social work stuff. So I would be in the car, or sometimes like be with skills, and we're taking like some of the kids to a radio station. So man's working and doing the music thing oh. at the same time. And that's why like the children's home used to love man and that because I was able to show them something different. Mm-hmm. So they'll be banging music up. Because man's listening to the music, do you know what I mean? And this is all 2016, We're like, Rob, what's this? And like, man heard one, and I was like, what's this, bro? Like, get me, it sounds hard. And we're like, this, get me, it sounds hard, but it sounds like gibberish at the same time. So um, he's like, yeah, cuz, like, this is getting no AM, this is getting no AM, bro. 
So like, all right, cool, say nothing. Then one time we was just on the on the gram and then we just see like Tweeko in a picture with someone, in it? So always like send pictures and whatnot. So like we're like, who's this? So like, oh yeah, it's getting on AM, bro. Like, da da It's like, I swear we heard this in the car. So now we're doing our research. But before that, we had another draw artist called T-Face who had a tune that went kind of viral as well. So he was kind of, because he's from the ends in Croydon. So we're like, he's just showing us that rap ain't rap like that. This is something different, you mm. get me? And we realised, okay, there's a street element to it. Like, it's different. Now, it's not like grime, but it's mm. the same. And then, but we couldn't really put a finger to it. So when Skane and AM came through, we saw them like, raw. these are the same cats that we was listening to. So we realised, we decided to come studio one time when it was recording and then um, realised that one of the people that they was with was like one of SK's close family friends as well. You get me? And we all had mutuals and whatnot. So from there, it just kind of took off and then they needed management, asked us to manage. And that's when we really deep dived into the drill world. Mm-hmm. And we understood like, raw, these lot be getting harassed by police, da da da. And then we, um, yeah, we just decided to kind of take a stand for it. And I think the main point where it kind of lifted off in terms of that element, in terms of TV news and all that was, they tried to get Skino and AM to do a um, news interview. And we were like, nah. Because you could see how the, you could yeah, see how they were yeah, teeing yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want yeah. them. They wanted them to come on and make a fool of themselves. Yeah. And that. So we're like, nah, cause we're gonna buy some FF shirts, put that on, go on the news platform. We're gonna speak, get me. And then from there, just bare different news people started hitting us up. Different people wanted us to speak. People in the ends, like olders from Gram yeah. days, were hitting us up. Like, nah, what you man are doing? Trust me, bro. Like, do that, cause they need someone that's gonna. So we're like, raw, right, cool. Now we felt like. The mantle's on us. we got to do something. So we just started taking it seriously. And then we realised that there needs an infrastructure around it. So we just started building an infrastructure, taking thing, everyone seriously from graphic designers to engineers to artists and then producers. Mm, so yeah. we started managing producers. Then when we did it, that's when everyone wanted to start jumping on mm. it too. Do you know what I mean? So when it comes to drill, with definitely trendsetters, and Absolutely. people, people won't even. There's a lot of people that take from us in a way, and they don't big us up on that. But we see it, we see it, we see yeah, it. Man. I had to, I had to do that. <laughs> you get me. But um, coming to the community side now, so why the community thing so strong to us mm-hmm. is because we're we know what it's like to come up, especially like in Croydon. You get me. Walk them streets. I mean had madnesses all of that and we know how important it is for someone to just reach out and give you a helping hand Mm -hmm. we never really had no olders like that to really show us that this is the right way to do just be more negative stuff do you know what I mean and um, from working in a like for me personally working in a children's home social stuff and I realised especially our black youths in these children's homes like and it's all run by like people that's not of their colour in a way. Mm-hmm. So there's not really an understanding. It's like they're in mini prisons already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get me? And just realise like how much of importance it is for them to have opportunities. Yeah. So bringing them out to different yeah. studio Showing things, different radio, night. it showed man mm-hmm. something. So it's like, rah, we need to take this seriously still. So um, we just always made sure we gave back. Even like my tutor, Andrew Jonah, that gave man the camera. If he never did that, and wouldn't probably Damn, be on that trajectory. That, that just a little thing. People think they Teachers. need to do big that things to do community work, but it's really just small yeah, things, bro. Just being able to loop, loop people yeah. in, just, yeah. yo, like, advice and that. So, yeah, we made that the main element, and through doing that, we've just helped really raise a lot of leaders. 
and we don't ever try to hold on to people you know, it's about building them up because one day you're going to be in a position to help one up and I think all of us as black people especially should have that kind of um, attitude unfortunately people ain't got that attitude but it is what it is you get no. me you lot are doing yeah. amazing so, yeah. stuff honestly yeah like, I love Appreciate I love I love everything you lot are doing thank like, you thank you love <laughs> love <laughs> But oh my gosh, I think that's a perfect way to yeah. end it. Um, what what have you guys got coming up? Is there anything we need to look out for? Promote yourselves. Where can people find Plug you? All that good stuff. Yeah. Um, acting wise, I got to play. Oh, actually, the play sold out. So I'm oh, look at that. Congratulations. So that was dope. Um, and presenting wise, yeah, tune in. No signal every Monday and Tuesdays, three to five. You know the vibes. Um, myself, Mr. Alvin, and Don on the show. And you just, I mean, follow the socials. Everything's on there. Yeah. So, you know, social media and stuff, TikTok and <laughs> Instagram and all that. But, um, yeah, things are loading as well, actually. Yeah, got um, a show that I've been working on. So, yeah. Lovely. Um, yeah, we've got a few things. So, we've got like another Kickstarter course that's about to kick off next week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this might not be out, but. If you stay following Finesse Forever, you'll see when the next course comes out and it's mainly for youths that are 16 to 21. Um, And that's really just showing you like the basics of what you need to know when you're coming to the industry. So that's everything from distribution to managing the different roles that's available. And we also allow you to meet some industry people that we know who will speak to you and give you advice. Um, Yeah, man. And... Me and SK are working on like a U. We've been working on a US UK project um, called Trilantic for a minute now. Um, so that's a mixing stages with Sean D. Big him up. Um, hopefully that should be getting rolled out from next year. Um, and that's like UK artists, UK producers, and US artists, predominantly from New York still. So there's a lot yeah. of big features on there. Yeah. Um, you see the exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 get me. Cool. Um, we also, <laughs> what else do we have? No, I'm missing something. No, I'm missing something. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's the social? Oh yeah, events. Also, oh, finish forever. Uh, my my socials is TK the Great. So it's TK T H A Great under underscore. That's on everything. Yeah. 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 Um obviously guys, it's your favourite girl Tiana Romi. Find me at Tiana Romi. We put it under. Obviously make sure you are following Rhyme She and Rhyme She Pod because I can't even remember which way it is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Follow the gal um, C yes, Valentina. Ray Sang XO. And happy Black History Month <laughs> to all my blacks. Not that power. Power. <laughs> no, <laughs> <don't come laughs> no, but honestly, <laughs> love you all. Continue to be black and grey. You know, we are the trendsetters. We are everything. Right. From the melanin to everything perfect. <laughs>